Tonight, you're in for a special Dr. Dr. Treat. Send back with the Dr. Dr. Band right now on Halloween. Halloween festivities are real. Yeah, so you guys got this new record out, which is really, uh, really fun. Excited to dive into that. <laughs> excited. It's been a long time coming. Too long. Yeah. <laughs> we've been saying we've had, we're having a new record coming out since like January. <laughs> so no, <laughs> finally we're like, yes, we made it. <laughs> hey, well, you still, you know, it's still the, the year. You still got it done this year. Get it done this year. It, well, uh, we actually pre-released The Turtle, the uh, bonus song that we'll play off of this a little later, uh, right at the very end of last year, because we had been telling a few folks, yeah, we, we might get it out before the end of the year. And then we're like, okay, we'll, we'll get this one song out, let the folks start uh, hearing it of the album when it's really good and ready yeah yeah and um gosh i mean so you guys got the show coming up on uh november 7th at golden bull we from today mm -hmm. that is an old classic there wow on the bull yeah yeah uh three or four days from today when everyone will be hearing this episode online <laughs> <laughs> well, today is it's a special day yeah yeah you guys have played at Golden Bowl before, right? Yeah. We have. Uh, we love it. It's one of our favorite venues. And uh, I know that they're kind of fighting to, to stay upright right now as a bunch of uh, places are around the Bay Area. So excited to bring a bunch of folks over there and have a cool show. Yeah. It's going to be big. Is the whole East Bay Beer Runners group going to be there? It is. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Be like 50 to 100 people there. Easy. Like just from the running group. Yeah. And I hope a few will stick around to hear us. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a great venue. Anybody uh, listening in, um, uh, Golden Bull, that's on 14th and Broadway in downtown San Francisco, or sorry, downtown Oakland. <laughs> and uh, it's right on top of BART. Like the times where I took BART, I was like, oh, man, I should have done this last time. Because sure. parking could be tough, but man, just jump right off that uh, 12th Street BART station right there. Yeah, I mean, we all live close enough to it. For me, I'm going to walk to the Golden Bull from my apartment. <laughs> I'm going to take my base over by hand and just walk right in. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it's really close for me. I'm only at one bar stop, but like I got all this drum crap. So I'm like, I don't want to carry cymbals on bar. That sounds. People would see me and get the wrong idea. They'd see me and then immediately get off the car. So maybe it's not actually a bad idea if I wanted to see to myself. Yeah, you know what you know what it is? Like I've known some drummers, some good friends of mine that bring their um that bring their stuff out and the cart. So they almost look like like a questionably housed person like carrying their drum set around in a cart. I mean there's a target not too far from me. I could just go grab a cart from there. Use that to get to downtown, so 
knows? You should definitely keep that makeup on as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't even take it off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a dermatologist. Will be thrilled. If I keep <laughs> it on for a whole week and a half. Oh man. Well, that's exciting. Uh, so this is your guys' first EP you put out as a band, or second? Second EP. Wow, second um, EP. I put one out uh, called Panacea uh, back in 2021 um, uh, that had five songs on it. We're releasing now Second Opinion, the second EP that uh, that we're uh, we're dropping um, with another four songs. One of which is kind of a little funky remake of. Uh, one of our original uh, five that you'll hear a little later. Nice. Yeah, we put the first one out and kind of just kept going. We didn't really stop writing. Uh, at that point, the pandemic had kind of wound down, so we were a little bit slower to get it out. Um, we've just been kind of making stuff this whole time. Yeah, we got a couple other songs that didn't make the cut. Just on, they're, they're just like works in progress, stuff we're working on now. So like once this comes out, we'll already be hitting the ground running as far as getting the material out. So. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun just like getting these songs kind of wrapped and then thinking, all right, well, let's keep going. Like just, you know, shooting each other riffs and beats and just seeing what we can make of it. Yeah, I mean, that's so fun. I feel like for me, you know, personally, and I know some other artists, too, it's like making the new stuff is so fun. And then it's like, <laughs> man, well, we wrote this stuff like three years ago. Like and so having a balance of that, you know, is, is really fun. Uh, well, it's funny because like we've been playing a lot of the stuff from the Second Opinion EP at our live shows for quite a while now. So <laughs> it's like, all right, time for our release party. It's going to be great. It's going to be all the stuff you've been hearing already. But we're never going to play it again. Yeah, so enjoy it now. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I feel like is great about, you know, music and being in a band, depending on where you're playing. It's a different experience every time. Like I've had a, I've seen a band play, you know, at a rickshaw stop and then I've, seen them play at a more of an intimate place and it's a different it's a different experience and it's a good time every time so. for sure different energy different sound yeah different vibe mm -hmm. uh, feels different yeah and the bigger stages aren't always necessarily better like um we played a pretty fun show a couple weeks ago at beer city festival which was it was a great sound setup great stage like great organization but like the, we played at a weird time, so the crowd wasn't as like full as you know some of our other sets. And then last Friday we played our show at your place. That was fun. I think you're going to be recording that or airing that recording. Yeah, tonight. End, right? Yeah, or, tonight. right after that. After yeah. this, um, <laughs> and that show can slap. Like that was. We had the crowd was just moving. Like everybody was super into the songs. Like you know, smaller, more intimate setup made for such a nice like experience like we had such a good time at that show so thanks for having us there that was really fun yeah and so we're going to be playing that tiki desk concert uh back at the end of the show and um i'm really pumped for you guys this ep coming out actually today the november 3rd since it's rearing in on the third <laughs> <laughs> and um so everyone listening in right now i'm going to play back this uh first track um off the record the second opinion second opinion uh Muni Radio, live, Muni Radio FM, Dr. Doctor.
Wow, that was an awesome track. It was really great. Anybody just listening, I got Dr. Doctor here in the box right now. Uh, this uh, uh, Second Opinion is uh, the title track off their new EP just released today. And wow, I mean, sitting back with these guys right now, um, getting geared up for a, uh, a release show on the 7th, November 7th, which is, is that a, it's a Tuesday. Best day of the week for a release show. Yeah, it is. It's a great one. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, that track. I mean, did you guys did you guys have like an order of when you guys recorded? Did you re- record it all in the same? So I feel same. like we probably recorded most of these pretty close to each other, or at least we we wrote and recorded them uh, pretty close to each other. Um, in terms of writing, uh, so. Um, the last track that we will play later tonight, The Turtle, that kind of sort of wrote itself since that was a, a redo of one of our earlier tracks. Um, of the other three, uh, I sort of led writing on two of them and Adrian was leading on the other one. And we were kind of doing them all in parallel, like like batting back and forth bass lines, batting back and forth riffs for one while we would be writing uh, the other one. I think we might have recorded second opinion first or second. Yeah, yeah, that definitely came first. Yeah, so the first one we wrote and demoed out. Yeah, uh, and it's definitely like, you know, I'm a big uh, Maynard fan. That's uh, he's one of my big musical influences. Nice. So it's definitely got that that kind of uh, tool like grungy alt metal vibe to it um, that Adrian was game to go along with on the eight string like right before we started writing that track i'm like this is gonna break this bad boy in uh, it was a lot of fun playing with that yeah one of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah the eight string wow i've i played a seven string but never an eight string we will we will get that in your hands we are sitting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in adrian's apartment right now recording this uh, this interview yeah we can we can change that we can get that to see how it feels. Wow. So did you guys, where did you record it? This, uh, this EP? So, uh, both of our first two EPs, um, we've actually recorded, uh, just home studio recording. Um, and one of the, the things that we like about that setup is that we can also record in, uh, parallel independent of each other. Um, so I recorded, uh, the baseline. I actually recorded like, some pieces of the baseline uh, uh, separate from each other, uh, but had that entire baseline recorded while Adrian was recording uh, guitar parts. Uh, one of the things that you'll hear on the uh, on this guitar that you did just hear on this guitar uh, is that there are a lot of layers to some of the guitar parts that obviously are just not achievable for an individual playthrough of me, him, plus the drummer. Right, so. Uh, when we write, we really like to, to uh, make sure that we're optimizing for recording and then figuring out how to play that song live. I think one really cool thing that I liked about recording this song in particular, like Alex would lay down some parts, like a MIDI drum beat, he'd play a bass part and send it to me, and I'd just be like, I don't know what the fuck to do here. So just like <laughs> play a few random things, and send it to Alex. He would like literally cut and paste the pieces that I wrote with GarageBand into something like cohesive and like, that's cool. Then I go back and try to play what he arranged, and that worked out really well here. I know that feeling when you write something, 
And you listen for like, hell yeah, that's awesome. And then you go to try to play and you're like, wait, what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that happens a lot. I remember I did, uh, there's like, you record a guitar solo and you kind of improvise and you write this solo and then you you record it and then you go back and listen with like, you go to play it and you can't remember, (laughs) you have to listen to it. Been there, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Carl has been a nice addition. Um, I remember the first time I seen you guys play at the knockout, you had an electric drum set. Or was a was it a beat or something in the background? We had an iPad with backing <laughs> tracks <laughs> and maybe some like looping work before Carl. This yeah. is pre-Carl. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that might you might have caught us uh, both before and after. Um, Carl, having Carl there is better than uh, who we affectionately know as Rob the Robot. That's my iPad <laughs> that played the backing tracks. Wow. Pre-K, as I like to refer Pre-K. to that time as. <laughs> Pre-K. We had a studio drummer help us out on this EP and in one track for the previous one, but having Carl in the mix live uh, is just unequivocally, like, immensely better, and we're bringing him to the writing process now, and it's been super fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's been a blast. Like, yeah, we just, like, send each other random snippets and riffs and clips and just kind of like, all right, figure it out or like make something happen or just like, you know, just, we're just constantly bouncing ideas off each other. And it's just been a lot of fun to like, like Adrian sent me a demo for some, one song and just like, all right, like kind of trying to feel out his influences. Like, all right, where did he take this sound from and how can I play a drum beat to match that? And just working with the guys on new stuff has been a, a blast. So it's been a lot of fun. Talking a little bit more about the, the writing process, um, your listeners will have heard uh, that there's a lot of different time signatures within this song. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so when, uh, when I was writing it, like the way that I actually generally write songs is uh, I will get in the shower uh, and I will just start like humming a tune to myself in my brain. I'll be like, ooh, yeah, this is, this is starting to sound good. I, I try to make sure that b- between the time that I get out of the shower and get dried off and everything, I haven't forgotten it. So Getting a visual here. Record, uh, on the voice memos app and like acapella it into my thing. The shower is critical. The you shower is critical. That, that, is, that is brain time for Alex. Um, so yeah, so then like, like I'll have all these recordings on my voice memos app and then I'll be trying to uh, turn those into bass lines, into like drum uh, MIDI loops, into whatever. So that happened for, for a second opinion. And then because the, the structure of the song was a little bit unconventional, I made this like PowerPoint slide for Adrian okay. and was like, okay, wow. here, here, is, diagram. here is what time we're in here. Here is what time we're in here. And then I was like, so then, so I write the bass lines for myself, obviously. Um, I don't do uh, very much, if any, writing for um, guitar, um, nor drums, but that was the session drummer at that time. Did he, actually, I'm curious, I thought you had like written out like the drum melody and then he just recorded it. Like how much of that is you like writing the drum beat versus him coming up? Sometimes we'll put together a MIDI drum beat just to help us uh, play along. Um, and we'll send that, with, like, some of those got sent to, uh, to that session drummer, um, which I think, like, 
spurred his creativity a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't specifically ask for, for anything very prescriptive from him. And so with Adrian, I'd be like, okay, I have nothing here for you. Make something up completely on your own. Or here, play the same rhythm uh, as I'm playing, but different notes. Or here, play like the exact same notes as, as I'm playing. And then he would come up with something better than I would have uh, thought of on my own in a million years. That's always, that's great. Yeah. yeah. It is funny yeah, how that works. It's a similar situation with a song I recently demoed for these guys. Like, I'm like, all right, this is kind of what I had in mind. And then just the other night, we sat down and Adrian was like, all right, here are the riffs I have for it. And I'm just like, Holy shit! <laughs> That's just so much better than what I wrote. Like, just it works so good. Like, yeah. So it's fun to just hear what we come back with. Yeah, there's something that's really fun about being in a band and collaborating with other people, you know, versus being a solo artist, you know. And um, I feel like you know you're saying you uh, you came up with a riff or you come up with a, a melody and you you have to record it. It's like catching a firefly in a jar or something. It's like yeah, you have exactly. to catch it. I think Taylor Swift does that. I heard that she does that. Um, that she, when she has an idea in the middle of the night, she'll like wake up and like hum it in her phone and go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm sure every like singer songwriter, every musician is like writing stuff has like a voice app full of acapella notes, full of like table taps, or literally, yeah, just like full of them going. And then it goes bum 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 like. Well, sure that's a song right there. Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, that's kind of ripped off. Is that Beyonce? Quick recorded. Oh man, that's so fun. Yeah, so this this uh, the CP is a, a lot of fun. It says, "What's this next track?" Sequoia. Sequoia Requiem. Sequoia Requiem. Yeah. That's a fun title for a track. Yeah, I'm not sure if fun is the word I'd use, but it's <laughs> a cool song. Sophisticated. Yeah. I can't imagine what this is going to sound like. I feel like the, the name of the song, it's like, what, what is this song going to sound like? This is so cool. All right. Yeah, let's play back this track. Everyone listening, I've got Dr. Doctor here in the box right now. This is our EP just released today, and this is off the uh, the new record. It was a Sequoia. Is that? Sequoia Requiem. Sequoia Requiem. Muni Radio FM. Away, and with them so do we, but it's 
Awesome track. That was just uh, the the melody too, with the um, the other vocalists coming in and the guitar work and the drums and everything. That was a great collaboration. Okay, I gotta ask. Okay, with the with the multiple singers in the room, was that was that anybody you knew, or is that? Yeah. So uh, you could actually sing too. Um, <laughs> By count, that was six people. Uh, we had each person record multiple parts, or we had some people record multiple parts. Yeah. Um, three of them are sitting in front of you right now. Uh, really? This was actually the only uh, way that Carl is on this EP, since uh, <laughs> the drumming is all from our uh, drummer who uh, was uh, doing session work before Carl joined. We got Carl onto yeah. the EP made it. as a vocalist. <laughs> Um, and then the three female vocals that you're hearing are from our friends Liz, Casey, and Devin. So that we huh. had them come in. Uh, and actually, same, same exact process as for our other recording. We had them do like one take in isolation at a time uh, while listening to the other takes that had been recorded and then just like stack them all up in the DAW after the fact. Hold on. Yeah. What kind of a guitar are you playing in that track? That guitar is my six-string Ibanez. Yeah. Uh, doing, playing all sorts of different roles. <laughs> yeah. Has a really nice tone. You've been I, an Ibanez stand for a minute. Yeah. I still, still call myself a Ibanez faithful, although I, uh, my, my most recent guitar is not Ibanez. Uh, but I am a tone hound, so I really appreciate that comment. I <laughs> work pretty hard to get that thing to sound right. And are you yeah. sure that that is the guitar generating that tone? Or is it the amp that you will not let go of? A combination, <laughs> maybe. Uh, little column A, little column B. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I feel like that way, you know, too, with a lot of, you know, other guitars. I mean, like Stevie Ray Vaughan. I mean, that, that tone he got out of it, you just could tell, you know, it was him. Yeah, his um, fingers too. Fingers do a little work. Yeah, <laughs> they said that he sanded down the fretboard. Are you doing that with your? No. <laughs> just it just is so. It sounds so full. I don't know. Uh, my eyes yeah. is like old enough at this point that those frets are like way worn. <laughs> so <it's> similar. <laughs> yeah. uh, but talk a little bit about the amp that you're using here. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I've had this Fender Cyber Twin. For a solid like 10, 
plus years now, actually probably close to 15. Uh, Fender, can't go wrong with Fender. Cyber Twin is a modeling app, so you can get a lot of different tones out of it, but they, they all sound really quite good. It's um, vintage, right? You say vintage? Yeah. I don't know, 15 years, is that vintage? I thought that that amp came from like the seventies or something. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not that old. Okay. Lots of vendors. It's do. still cool. I yeah, mean. it tries to like replicate some of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but very attached. It put a lot of a lot of time into dialing everything in just right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it really. Do you do you use any pedals or anything or? Facts. Yeah, well, since it's it's the modeling app, it's got it's got all the sorts own of thing. Yeah, in. yeah. No, I'll just use a wah pedal in addition to that. Otherwise, we've got a few different presets. Um, it's pretty versatile. And then anything in the DAW, like do you any effects there that you like to use? Uh, well, we kind of left it up to our engineer, uh, but mostly pretty basic, just uh, delay, echo, reverb sort of stuff, um, and some panning, some panning in that track. Nothing too crazy. Um, this talks about uh, another element of the writing recording process for us, which is how do we turn the raw recordings into the sound. Um, we've been using uh, an engineer that um, we work with for, uh, for both EPs. Um, he's over in Italy, actually. We work completely remotely with him. His name is uh, Stefano Formato. Um, and he really has uh, helped bring out a lot of cool nuances uh, within our sound that we would not have the time or energy to learn how to mix ourselves. How did you find this guy? Um, so we used Gelatos? Uh, <laughs> Were you getting a gelato in Italy? No. Um, so we used the mob. Uh, it was called Sound Better. Uh, which is one of these like online marketplaces for musicians. Um, and Stefano just had some good samples online. Uh, his uh, session mixing rates were pretty reasonable. What was the name of that again? Um, the website is called Soundbetter. Soundbetter.com. Um, Easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an Airbnb or an Uber for professional <laughs> audio. Gosh, you know, it's like, you know, I'm glad that we talked about it earlier um, on the show about you guys recorded this on your own in your own home studio listen to it back it doesn't sound like that i mean you could have told me you recorded it at hyde street studios and i would have believed you you know and that's exactly what we were going for yeah we were trying not to compromise on sound quality the hyde street studios is great don't get me wrong but want to go there next <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we should go to hyde street the, the glass ceiling of our home recording like I think it sounds very good, but I think like Alex and I and Carl would be like, you know, that could be a little bit better. That could be a little bit better. We could we could bring a professional in here, help us out. Maybe Nothing could be better. This EP is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, the Hyde Street, um, I'm sure you guys have heard of Hyde Street. Uh, I don't know if you guys got into Green Day at all. I've heard of it. Um, I, 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 yeah, I think I think more for what it was for me being a Bay Area kid, and them being a local band. I remember. Being a little kid, my my friend's mom giving us a ride to elementary school. And yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is a band that, and so they recorded that um, album Insomniac at High Street Studios, and um, that record makes so much more sense after figuring out where they. Is that right? So okay. High Street Studios is on Turk and Hyde. Yeah. It's one of the roughest parts of oh, yeah. the city. I mean, it's in deep in the tenderloin. tenderloin yeah. 
Um, and so, I mean, the, the, the record, like they're talking about doing speed balls and stuff, just like people, who, like, a lot of inspiration just, floating around on the sidewalk outside. Just breathe it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, one of the advantages that we had for these past two uh, records that we put out is that session drummer had a great home, uh, recording setup for his drums, um, our home studio for his drums. Uh, and I think we'd probably want to get something equivalent at an actual studio the next time that we record. So that might be the single biggest factor that pushes us into, uh, into doing actual studio recording. Yeah, I mean, Mike in a live drum set, that's hard to... It's hard. Yeah, oh my God. Um, I've, I've, like, I've like glanced at it briefly, and I'm just like, uh, okay. <laughs> First of all, like, I don't think the basement space with the carpeted walls and the, like, just you know, very condensed space, like the room itself. It's not something, something I realized doing the research on like how to mic drums and record live drums is the room itself like plays a huge impact, especially for something as, you know, just big sounding as drums with like cymbals and kickback. There's a lot of, you know, sounds bouncing around there. And then on top of that, just like all the mics you need, all the inputs you need on an audio interface that I don't have. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just something that, yeah, I think it's fine for demos. Like I'm able to like, get like a couple mics rigged up for like sending these guys demos and stuff but i think when it comes time to recording anything new that we're working on we're going to want to find like more professional studio space for that yeah there's a place that there's a couple of bands that have come through uh the station that recorded at a place called atomic garden i don't know if you've heard of it oh that sounds they're here familiar. in oakland actually yeah hmm. they're in oakland yeah that sounds familiar and they i could send you some of this stuff it sounds Pretty fucking amazing. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, we're not NPR, so you could curse like a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been censoring myself this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, I was joking around. I was like, sometimes I feel like Howard Stern, Britney Spears, and Keith Richards on steroids or something. <laughs> I think that describes pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Got our sound more than anything. <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Well, this uh, this EP is really great, um, and I'm really looking forward to everyone hearing that the Tiki Desk concert that you guys played this uh, this last weekend as well. Um, and I figured we, yeah, anybody just listening in, I got Doctor Doctor here on the the show today. They just came out with this EP, just released today, and available everywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. Uh, we love Spotify followers. That's how uh, Spotify knows that we're a legit band. Um, <laughs> and if you want to support us, definitely throw us a like on at Dr. Dr. Band on Instagram. Dr. Dr. Band. And so we got this uh, this next track, Deer. Spelt like deer. Like, <laughs> like, you're, like you're starting a letter. Like you're starting a letter. <laughs> it is so... We haven't talked a lot about the inspirations for the tracks. Deer sort of is uh, this uh, love letter of sorts, but it's a really like backwards, fucked up love letter to uh, a few different entities that uh, we put a lot of time and attention into and arguably maybe put too much time and attention into. 
don't always sort of justify that that adulation that we give to them. Um, so we sort of wrote this this yeah adulation. fucked up love letter. That, that is a, a word in one of the chorus lines. <laughs> oh, that's great! I can't wait. Yes, got Doctor Doctor here, at Muni Radio FM. This is their latest um, one of their tracks off their latest EP, Dear. Here it is. Trying to speak. 
back in the studio here with Dr. Doctor. That was a deer track. There's a lot of uh, action happening in there. I like the guitar. It's a little muddier in that one. It has this darker kind of feel in the um, church organ. And uh, it, that was deep and cool. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. No the, anyway, more, yeah. the more I listen to that song, I'm like, so bluesy. It's <laughs> like a Delta blues vibe. Yeah. Maybe not exactly what you're going for, but it's there. <laughs> Did you guys know I'm being in the Delta blues, huh? Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's where it all started. Yeah. We, we the can, crossroads. We can vibe with the blues a little bit. Yeah. I um. Yeah, anybody just tuning in, we've got Dr. Doctor here in the box, and they're going to be doing an album release show on Tuesday, November 7th. That is coming up here in a couple of days. It's going to be a big rager um, at the Golden Bull, and that's um, right off the 12th Street BART station, and also just right there on 14th, uh, 14th Street, Broadway. Yeah, super excited. Oh, man. It's going to be crowd surfing. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a first for everything. <laughs> yeah. There might be enough people. Ah, we were talking uh, before this uh, song about Green Day. One of our other favorite venues in the Bay Area is 924 Gilman. Uh, oh, I feel yeah, like that's, right. that's our other Green Day connection. Speaking of not crowd surfing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that has a big uh, sign. Yeah, that yeah. big sign back there saying no stage diving. Somebody must have died. Somebody probably died, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that venue is really cool. And then you rocks. It's such a, like, it feels so punk, like, when you go in. It just feels like a punk venue. There's, like, old guitars up in the rafters. There's, like, stickers on every surface there can be. Like, there's couches lining the wall. Like, it just feels like a place where music, like, thrives. And, like, each time we've played there, it's just been to, like, great bands, other bands, like, playing with us and great audiences, great crowds. It's it's a really great venue. Nine twenty four. Golden Bull. I'd seen actually Billy Joe Armstrong and on, on the website. Uh, it looked like he was. Doesn't he like own it? Isn't he like a partial owner? She's got to be. That guy's just. I uh, actually met. I had the privilege Golden of Golden Bull. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like. I thought he but owned one of the venues. I'm not sure if that's still the case or if there's been a, a new ownership group within Golden Bull. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Don't say if he shows up. Yeah. Billy, if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you. That'd be great. It, I actually have only been starstruck twice in my life. The first time was Joe Montana. Oh, nice. <laughs> right. I don't know what it was. I mean, it was weird. You know, I got kind of like the shakes. Yeah. And then please. the second time I was sitting at a bottom of the hill a couple years back, and I was sitting at the bar and got myself a couple of cheap beers, a couple of paps. Because I was like, I don't want to try to run back here. And I look over to my right, and there's Billy fucking Joe Armstrong oh, right there. And I'm just like, no. And I got, I was like, hey, what's up? Because I had to say like, hey, man, thanks for the sweet tunes. But I went out, I went out to the back to have a marijuana cigarette. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was shaking. I had it in my hand. I was like having this, this J, and I was like, I just feel like what it is for punk rock, and maybe I don't know, maybe for you guys, at least for me was a huge gateway being a young guitar player to to know that you didn't need to be Jimi Hendrix to play guitar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about like the classic punk like that, like Green Days like that, like some forty one or even Blink. Like, yeah, just a lot of 
good power chords and just shows you what kind of like big music you can make with that and how yeah you don't need to be getting super fancy or technical with like crazy flat sevens or like augmented diminished chords like you can just like hammer together some rock and power chords you can make some great tunes with it conversely i feel like like my music experience was almost a little bit the opposite when i was really young while i was still playing six string before i got into bass like I was learning and I would like the punk songs and other kids would be like, oh, you like that? That's so simple, you know, three, four chords. Why, why are you going so basic? And I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta learn more complex stuff. And it wasn't until I got a little older and more secure that I could be like, you know what? These were great artists. They were making catchy songs yeah. and they were they were excellent musicians, but they didn't they didn't feel the need to every single point of every single song just, you know, go ham. And it's so encouraging yeah. for young musicians, too, to be able to pick up a guitar and just be able to play those songs. Like, I remember, yeah, when, speaking of Green Day, one of the first songs I learned on guitar fully through was Welcome to Paradise. Mm -hmm. And just, like, being able to, like, just play that all the way through, just, like, with, all, with this distortion all the way up, like, along with the song, like... As a kid, like that just made you feel so cool and just was so much fun. And that's just such a great, like you said, JW, gateway into just the world of music. It's such a great Punk way rock. to just, it's like a slip and slide from there. You just like slide right yeah. into the good stuff from there. Oh, you just do this and I could, yeah, you know, man. Yeah, it's great. I don't know that that's how a slip and slide works. But okay. <laughs> I always bring my, I always bring my guitar into a slip and a slide. Yeah. Where do your slip and slides end? <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> Joe Armstrong. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so much fun. And, you know, later on in my life, too, I had something kind of similar in high school. Be like, oh, oh, they just play power chords. And then you're just like, and you're playing open chords. And, one of my cousin had mentioned it's like it's, it sounds like christian rock <laughs> i don't know i just thought it was i mean there's not i mean i love christian rock but um it just it didn't have that edge you know yeah. it's like oh well you don't like power chords but then you're playing like this you know music where it's just kind of like basic i guess is the right word it's like a yeah well, there's levels like I remember yeah getting through Welcome to Paradise and then I went to my guitar teacher and I had been listening to a lot of Stairway to Heaven and then I was like all right let's do this and suddenly he's like doing just you know regular chords some bar chords but just stuff that wasn't power chords and but not but it wasn't strumming it's just like individual picking and that blew my mind I was like whoa like that's how like he makes that sound like because in my head if you hear an individual note it's just being like picked one note at a time. I never thought you could hold a chord and play like that. So like, yeah, the music evolves from there. Arpeggios, man. I think one of our big influences is Coheed and Cambria. They're like <laughs> contemporary yeah. prog with a strong punk influence. And like you hear them, they do some interesting arrangements, they do some cool modal licks, but really it's, their best stuff is just the catchy power chords. <laughs> <laughs> Is Welcome Home the catchy power chords? I don't know how to play that one on guitar. Uh, plenty um, of it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, The Suffering definitely has some some solid power chords. Oh yeah, it. most of their songs do. Yeah. yeah, this interview is becoming a love letter to power chords. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I have nothing against power chords. I've grown to as yeah to really love power chords more and more, and to kind of you know ignore what the basic people say about power chords, but.
Uh, me either. That being said, I'm glad that Adrian is on the guitar for us and not me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm mostly playing power chords out there. <laughs> to major chord, I felt like, you know, that's a um, segue. I mean, like, Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page, I mean, you think of Led Zeppelin and Stairway to Heaven in particular, just I think because it's such a mainstream song that everyone knows that it starts off with those minor chords and then at the end it's like, da 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 and then it goes to major chord. Like, he was the kind of melded those two things together. Um, yeah, really strong arrangement. Really strong writing, yeah. yeah. Gosh, man, well this has been so much fun. I know we got this, um, this song, The Turtle, we'll play this back uh, for all our listeners. And anybody listening, just listening to that right now, uh, Dr. Doctor, Doctors, <laughs> Dr. Doctor is in the box right now. They're doing an album release show. Um, on the 7th, their record is out today, right now. So go and stream it. Go follow on my Instagram, Dr. Dr. Band. Um, and there's only one Dr. Dr. Band. I, yeah. <laughs> we, we checked. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's blast this one. Dr. Dr. Muni Radio FM. Don't feel a sense of urgency.
Dr. Doctor in the box with Dr. Doctor right now. That was their uh, track off their new AP, uh, The Turtle, of a second opinion. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, we're going to be playing back your guys' Tiki Desk concert. And um, yeah, anybody out there listening, check out Dr. Doctor on uh, Spotify and every live streaming platform. Uh, follow him on Instagram, Dr. Doctor Band. And check him out at this album release show. It's going to be a big rager at um, Golden Bull. And that's right off the sec- uh, 12th Street Bart Station. Thanks, Thanks you guys for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take you guys concert coming in. Thank you all for tuning in to the JW Megawig Show. We are going to start this Dr. Dr. Tiki Desk from the very beginning. And we're going to close it out. Come and check out the Dr. Dr. EP. It's streaming everywhere. And then come out to the Golden Bull on Tuesday for the album release show. It's going to be so much fun. And we are just starting from the beginning. Tiki Desk Concerts, Muni Radio FM, Dr. Doctor.
your manny hat I wish I'd race your rabbit, not my rat But know that I at least will never drown Just tuning in, we are playing back the right, Doctor Doctor Tiki Desk concert. Live stream this on top of the Tiki Bar. Uh, they just came out with a new record today. It's streaming everywhere. Second opinion, Doctor Doctor. They're playing a uh, album release show on Tuesday at the Golden Bull. Go check it out. It's their next song.
creeping through the trees, strangled in the breeze. Dead I am the sky, watching angels cry while they slowly turn, conquering the worms. Those of you that are just tuning in, we are playing back the Dr. Dr. Tiki Das concert. And um, we're going to cool down for some cool jazz here since we skipped over 420. After this song, 
and uh, come and check out Dr. Doctor at the uh, Golden Bull at his 14th Street in Broadway uh, in Oakland, downtown Oakland. That is Bard accessible. And uh, come and check out this uh, Tiki Desk concert. It's going to be posted on the Mutiny Radio Instagram. We also have our candy shop that is open. Go and buy some candies from our Mutiny Radio candy store. Dr. Doctor, Tiki Desk concert, Mutiny Radio FM.
We are playing back the Dr. Dr. Tiki Das concert. We're going to cool it down with some cool jazz. We're going to keep the Dr. Dr. tunes going for this uh, comedy battle coming up here at 6 o'clock. A little relaxation for y'all out there.
Hey, it's Nikki and Thank you all for tuning in to the JW Megawig Show. We are going to keep the tunes Michael going for you here. your ideas. As we get I did it. geared up for this um, comedy show coming up here at 6 o'clock. So stay tuned for some tasty jokes. Got some love on the iPhone. Oh, it's playing something. What is that playing? There it is. Dr. Dr. Tiki Desk concert coming right back at you. Um, we're going to thank, thank Taco Mosh for uh, opening up for us for this. Uh, this was a surprise Takamash show. Takamash is going to be playing a show at Kilowatt on the 10th. Come and check it out. I think he's wearing too thick a blonde wig to hear us right now. But can, can we get a round of booze for JW, please? And uh, after we're we're off, uh, Laser Beam is gonna play a little closing set for you. Laser Beam uh, is playing a show tonight at the Hotel Utah. If you're looking for something to do on a Friday night, don't want to get crazy out of control. I know it should be pretty raging at the Utah tonight. Um, they're gonna be playing with uh, the band of Coyotes as well. Uh, my other friends is gonna be there. Hotel Utah, check out the laser beam. Um, this is Dr. Dr. T. That's we're playing back. They just came out with this new EP, Second Opinion. Streaming everywhere. Go and look them up on Instagram, Dr. Dr. Band. And go check out their album release show on Tuesday, next Tuesday, November 7th. Um, that is a free show. And... Tigades concert continues, and the tasty jokes are coming up soon. Stay tuned. Everything is gonna work out okay. Smile, be happy. Your friends will help you make it through the day. Smile, be happy. Everything is gonna work out okay. Smile. Be happy. Your friends will help you make it through the day. One more time. Come on and smile. Yeah, be happy. Everything is gonna work out okay. Oh, smile. Be happy. Friends will help you make it through the day.
We are playing back the Dr. Dr. Tiki Desk concert and uh, geared up for the comedy show at 6 o'clock that is going to be going on right after this. Um, Dr. Doctor is going to be playing doing an album release show on Tuesday at uh, the Golden Bull. Their new record is released today, November 3rd, and is streaming everywhere on all platforms. And we'll talk to you. Yeah.
That was the Tiki Doctor Doctor Tiki Desk concert. In our new album release, which is we're gonna, gonna keep the sh- they're gonna keep the music coming for you guys as the jokes. These comedians get warmed up right for a battle. Got some Steve Ward more for you.
Quiet.